What's up, guys? On this week's episode of Montana and Mo, we look at the NBA playoff picture and discuss a potential NBA Finals matchup. We talk about the most valuable player in the association, and we send our good vibes to the American people. Enjoy. What's up? It's another edition of Montana and Mo. I'm Chase Mo. That handsome devil across from me is Montana. How you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Hey, it's another day in paradise. It's raining. Uh, not much to do. First day on the new job, though. So uh, I'm a working man now. How'd that, how'd that, how'd first day go? How'd, how'd oh, that... yeah. It's the first day is the best because there's no expectations. You can't fuck up. I did fuck up and I didn't get in trouble. Good. Uh, everyone's nice to you. It's, dude, there's nothing like the first day. So it's all downhill from here, but great company, great people. I'm happy to be there. Uh, and dude, honestly, I had like a little like growing up moment today. I'm starting to get these more and more where I was like, dude, I'm so blessed to be able to go to work today. Like I just like took a moment and I was like, cause usually I'm one to complain about being at work and stuff. And I'm like, dude, shut up. You're at work. Like it could be way worse. So, but, uh, yeah, speaking of way worse, man, what's going on in America right now, man? I don't know. I am. I'm pretty shocked. I mean, it's not like this hasn't been going on for the last, you know, hundreds of years, but it's just with media and stuff now, you, you, you can't escape seeing some of that terrible stuff that's going on. You know, I think definitely before, you know, all the media became big and all that, you know, social media and such, it was easier to maybe not ignore it, but not see it. But now you can't get away from it. And that's good. Um, I think I hope that all the stuff that's going on with social media, the news, you know, even sportscasters just are focused in on this topic. And that's big. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy. Even in my like, you know, small hometown of 24,000 people, there's people, you know, peaceful protests, but there's people out there, you know, protesting a little bit and just in a peaceful way in a good way. And that's how it should be. Um, I don't want to speak too much on, you know, go into detail about my opinions on how the protesting is going, but, um, some of the protesting is just people, people that don't even really care about the cause, just kind of messing stuff up. So, Obviously, there's much more, you know, there's a larger group of people that are in support and going for this and really trying to tackle this issue. And that's great. But then you have the people, you know, burning places, breaking into buildings. And that's just that's not going to help. You know, at the end right. of the day, um, something that made me kind of mad. Someone on Facebook that I went to high school with posted something that was like, um, your stuff can be replaced. People's lives cannot be. That's not a good way to look at this. Are you like basically saying, yeah, it's okay. Stuff's getting destroyed. It's for this cause. That's, I mean, what do you think about that? You tell me your, you tell me your opinion on that, on that Facebook post. See, That's something that you would say, like, uh, knock on wood. If like you had a fire or a tornado or like a hurricane, like, yes, that stuff can be replaced. And your loved ones who could have easily went with that stuff cannot be replaced. But, uh, when you see guys running out with like armfuls of Jordans and stuff, and you know, they're going to go flip that right quick, son, right quick. Oh yeah. And it's just like, dude, what's going on? Like, and then people are encouraging it. That's the, that's the other thing. It's yep, like, I agree. there are people on the front lines that are like sacrificing. Uh, they're making sacrifices. And then there's other people that are just ruining it, mm -hmm. ruining the cause. But yeah, dude, if this, this situation really makes you just, have empathy for people if that's the biggest thing i got out of this mm -hmm. just have empathy well that's important you know i don't want to look at the political side of it because that's not what this is about you know i have people posting 
bashes on Donald Trump, and I don't care what your opinion is. This has been going on way before he's been in the White House. I mean, <laughs> yeah. If you if you look to someone to blame it on, like the president, you're looking, you're just looking for someone to blame it on. You're not helping the cause. You're looking right. for someone to push all the blame to, but that's not going to help. You know, people that are affected. I will say, the thing that really got to me, um, you know, seeing I I did see the video of the actual incident, and that just I felt oh my oh it's disgusting. My stomach dropped. I couldn't even finish it. It was terrible, but. Something that really got to me, I watched this last night, was a video of um, parents that are actually teaching their kids how to act around police officers. A dad talking to his eight-year-old daughter, telling her, you know, keep your hands up, don't ever go for your phone, all this stuff. An eight-year-old, I can't imagine that at eight. At eight, I was learning how to ride a bike. I wasn't learning how to deal with police. So I just, that broke my heart. I could barely, that was sad. That's just, that's the, you know, that's the reality. But the good thing is, you know, with media and especially, I mean, there's so many people that are um, in the sports world and just the, you know, social media influencer, all that that are helping with this. I mean, they're trying to, you know, I right. saw an interview with uh, Stephen A. Smith, you know, my opinions on him, not a <laughs> fan, but what he did say is he's like, I, in the beginning, I didn't want to like have athletes ter- like turn to athletes to make a change, but actually that's probably where the best voice will be for people that don't understand, you know, you know, someone you look up to like LeBron James, he's been super active. I mean, his whole career, but especially right now on social media. And I mean, if you're, if you're someone that doesn't understand this side, he shows and, and, and shows where he's at. And it's just, I think it's easier to see these people that we look up to, you know, portraying this stuff to us. I think, I mean, for me, I'm already, you know, I'm in, I'm in on social media. I pay attention to the news. Um, right. My sister's very active. She actually is, has gone to a couple of um, protests, luckily peaceful. There were some very, very dangerous ones in the city she was at, but she was at peaceful ones. So I like to stay up to date. And I like to really, you know, think about it and reflect on all of this. But for someone that doesn't to look at like an athlete or a musician or someone to look up to that says, and, you know, it's like, we need to change me this. I think that's a great thing for, for, you know, for all of us, for me, I don't quite look to that because I'm already kind of in the loop, so to speak with that. But it's definitely, I think, social media and, you know, the athletes and the people we look up to being in on this and being vocal is exactly what needs to happen. Yeah. Especially if there's people who don't have anyone to look up to, like that eight-year-old you mentioned, Mm -hmm. there's plenty of eight-year-olds that look up to LeBron James as like their father figure. So it, when you see that, and speaking of influencers, I listened to a part in my take today. I got, I was only halfway through the episode actually, but they had Arian Foster on there to talk about this. And he was saying, dude, from a young age, he was always taught to have your hands up, never reach for your pockets, like never run because they're going to shoot you like he's real with the situation. And Arian Foster is like, if you like him or not, he's one of my favorite people to just listen to because he's so articulative about the situation. So even if you don't like him, it's like you can gain a perspective. But yeah, if you haven't gained a new perspective in light of this, I don't think you ever will. No, unfortunately i agree um something to leave off on that i want to go through is there's a lot of ignorance and i don't want to be like super you know we're going to go into some lighter topics next but <laughs> right uh, there's a lot of ignorance around all of this um there was this thing and i'll admit um in the beginning not this incident but a while ago you know people would say you know black lives matter and then someone would come back with all lives matter and here's the issue with that and this is what's what i've come to i've reflected on um through what other people have you know posted and just my own understanding of what's going on is okay yeah 
all lives matter, but all lives aren't going to matter until black lives matter. That was a sign that someone made. And I was wow. just like, holy, I mean that, and again, like, I wasn't like all like, oh, black lives don't matter. All lives matter because that's, that's it, ridiculous because that's ridiculous to, to think like that. But of course, you know, right. that I had some friends and people that were like, oh, well, don't, don't all lives matter. And it's like, yeah, all lives matter. But it's like, you know, we're focusing in on this subject that has been such an issue for so long because it's not like this is just the first incident. There's so many every year, so many every decade, so many. Right. And it's unfortunate. And I feel I feel for everyone involved in this. And I really hope that change can be made. Um, I don't go on social media and post about this. But on my Facebook, I did post something about a week ago because I just saw this um, video. It's actually on TikTok, but it was it was a good <laughs> video. It was of a police officer discussing the event and talking about what he would have done and what was done poorly. And I just, there were two sides of that post. One was to talk about, you know, the injustice and what's going on. And the other was to talk about how not all police officers are bad. And, you know, right. there are some, and I would hate to be a police officer right now because it is so dangerous. It is so, um, it just, it's, it, it's bad for everybody. And I'm right. Like, all you can do is stay up to date on what's going on and, like you said, empathy is the biggest thing to go to, I mean, hopefully take away from this, but there are really people that don't take anything away from this. And that is unfortunate. And that's why nothing's going to change. We have to all, you know, get on the same page, but that's just not possible. So hopefully there can be a middle ground met. But yeah, that's, that's that. So let's, let's do <laughs> lighter. I mean, I really do enjoy talking about topics like that, not because it's good, but because it's good to get it out there and get both of our thoughts on that but let's move into some nba action let's definitely start with the i mean it's official i think the official talk of the playoffs coming back at the end of july correct i believe so or this I thought... season. they haven't said playoffs right i thought that they were going to announce i've heard that they said that they might announce the 16 team playoff with like a four team kind of round robin i don't know how accurate that is okay so it would be, um, and I didn't, I haven't heard that yet. So you, you said like a normal playoffs, but then a round robin. Like, what do you like? So it would be like a seeded one through sixteen, mm-hmm. and essentially what I saw is the Bucks would play the Magic. So it didn't really matter mm-hmm. um, what conference you were in anymore. And then they would bring, um, obviously Zion Williamson. They want him to be a part of this, so they're going to bring in the Pelicans and teams like that who are basically in the hunt, so to speak, mm-hmm. and play like a round robin, four-team, four four-game round robin. Winner of that gets in the playoffs. Okay, so that it wouldn't affect like the normal teams in the playoffs? Or would – like the number one wouldn't have to play in that, correct? No, 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 no. This would be essentially a play-in tournament. Okay, yeah. For like the one team to get into the um, round of 16, and then they would play the playoffs. That but... sounds cool. I actually like that idea. Um yeah. I say keep the normal playoffs, but then add that. It, it keep it exciting. It would give someone like Damian Lillard who wants to make a fuss about, oh, I don't want to play, you know, three couple of games. It would give him. Right. His, it would give him his little thing. So I like the playoffs. I'm excited. It's crazy. I mean, they said that this, the the next season won't start to like December, the end of December. So that'll be crazy. It'll it's just gonna be thrown off. But I mean, as long as we have basketball. So looking into. So here's my opinion. Now. I'm going to go through who I think is like a lock to, to win, but then I'm going to go into some people that I think it's surprise and win possibly. So the person I think that's a lock for the finals, at least is the Bucks and the Lakers. 
that's who I'm going for with a lock. And that's me looking at it, not from like a fan's perspective, the Lakers, but from an outside perspective. Honestly, the what both both conferences are going to be intense this year with the playoffs. Like both are closer than they've ever been. I in my opinion, the competition is going to be a lot closer because there's no super teams anymore. It's a lot of you know duos or just a a superstar with a good bunch of role players. So it's even this right. year. But the Lakers have the best depth in the league. But right behind them is the, is is probably the Bucks. I in my opinion, for depth overall, it goes Lakers Bucks. And depth usually wins games. In my opinion, depth Definitely. wins games. Um, and that's why, you know, teams like the Houston Rockets almost beat the Warriors in the playoffs a couple of years ago because they had depth. Yeah, the Warriors had superstars. Yeah, the Warriors were a little bit better. But, you know, the, the Rockets had depth. So depth wins games. Depth wins playoffs. And I think the Lakers have depth. And then you add in LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And, you know, even D- Dwight Howard, Kyle Kuzma, I could probably end up naming all of them. But, you know, you have a team that is solid. Same with the Bucks. Now, I've got the Lakers beating the Bucks Again, not from a fan standpoint, from, a, from a, someone who likes to study basketball and study the game standpoint. I still have my Lakers winning. And the main reason is I think that the Lakers have a couple of advantage against the Bucks. I think the Lakers move the ball a lot quicker, a lot quicker than the Bucks. I think – the Lakers have the ability to move the ball around and find the open man a lot quicker than the Bucks do. And I also think that the that the Bucks, and they don't do this all the time, but they focus on Giannis a lot. Giannis gets the ball a lot, and you can tell with his Oh, 100%. Stats. The Lakers work the ball around. They don't have one single guy. Even one of the best players ever, arguably the best, LeBron James, they don't focus the ball on him. He runs the court. So speed and then size as well. I think the Lakers have them in size. You know, you see – their centers and the people they have, you know, you've got McGee, you've got Dwight, even someone like Kyle Kuzma is a, a big guy. You know what I mean? Anthony Davis. So the, they have size. Obviously the Bucks have size, but so I'm going with the Lakers. A team I think could upset the Bucks is actually the Raptors. I do think the Raptors could have a chance of going back. Mm-hmm. It's, it's smaller than it was before. Obviously they don't have Kawhi, but the Bucks, I agree with the, that. the Bucks could go back. And honestly, I would like to, or not the Bucks, the Raptors could go back and I'd like to see that. I would like to see the Bucks go back. Again, no, I'd like to see the, the Raptors go back. I don't think it's it's as set of a deal. And another team I think that could upset everyone is the Heat. I see the Heat. Now, the Lakers would destroy either the Raptors or the Heat. Their only really challenge is the Bucks. But I see the the Buck or the Lake or the Heat and the Raptors possibly upsetting for the same reason that the Lakers are a better team. That the Heat move the ball around really well and they've got that speed and you know, they don't they don't focus on one player, and that's how you're going to win. Um, for the Western Conference Finals, obviously the Clippers could pull an upset. They could, you know, I mean, it's not really an upset because they're pretty evenly matched teams, but I don't see the Clippers beating the Lakers, and that last matchup right before, you know, the shutdown of the season in, in early, early March with the Clippers and the Lakers, the Lakers absolutely destroyed them. The score wasn't that different, but the way the Lakers moved the ball and played was like, yeah, I'd like to see the Clippers hang with that for seven games or any other team. So let's yeah. tell tell me what you think about what I said and give your own little take. On I definitely that. remember watching that Lakers Clippers game, and I don't think the Clippers led the whole game. Nope. I think the Lakers scored first and led the whole game. Mm-hmm. And I do agree with you. I think the Heat could actually get past the first round because they were one of the like when that team gets hot, they're hot. No, oh. and no pun intended. You got heroes. They are. Yeah. He's a stud, dude. He's a stud. But honestly, 
F that guy. Because anyone who comes from Wisconsin and doesn't go play for Wisconsin, I just have hatred for. But he went to work well in the system anyway, so I'll give him a pass. Yeah. But he's a stud, dude. He's a freak. He is. But I'm looking at this poll on ESPN, and of course it's ESPN, so it's janked. But they have the Clippers with 54% of the first place votes to win the title. And I think that's strictly because of Kawhi Leonard. It's got to be. If, if if that happened, I don't think I'd watch basketball for like two years. Would you Would you poop your pants if Kawhi Leonard won back-to-back titles with two different teams and two different conferences? In two different <laughs> countries, by the he way. He would gain – I respect him. I respect him a lot. He shut down two three-peats, one with the Heat, one with the Warriors. So mm-hmm. I respect him. I, I actually love him as a player. But yeah. He's not beating my Lakers. And here's the thing about Kawhi. Here's the thing about Kawhi. And actually, here's another thing about the Clippers. Um, I made a video that got some – I got some DMs and stuff after it. That was my top five most overrated players in the NBA. So, number nice. one, I put Paul George. And I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to – all of his numbers have slowly declined the last few years. And he's had to change his play style after that really gruesome injury – Mm-hmm. In that in that uh, Olympics, it was just like a I think it was just like a like a scrimmage. It wasn't even like an official game. Do you remember that when he? Had, yeah. So he hasn't been the same player since then, and he's had to switch his player to someone that stays outside and tries to shoot. And he's not a clutch player. He is not. He is overrated. And I honestly think if Kawhi Leonard had a better number two on the team, yes, but he doesn't. You know, when he was on the Raptors, he had Lowry, he had Siakam. You know what I mean? He had people. He had Danny Green. He had people. But on the Clippers, their depth does not impress me. And he doesn't have a good number two. Paul George is not clutch. Paul George will not be able to hand in a game with the Lakers. Period. I mean, Kawhi Leonard is the only player in the league I worry about shutting LeBron down. Honestly, I I, I worry about that because Kawhi can shut down anybody. Throw him in any area, he'll shut anyone down. That is a feat not a lot of people can say they have. But no. – LeBron will find a way because that's what LeBron does. He'll feed the ball to someone else. He'll make it. He'll figure it out. So it's going to be a battle. It'll be the battle for LA. I'm so excited. No matter who wins, I'd be, I'd be, I'd, it'd be a great series. But I've got if, if the Lakers and the Clippers meet in the Western Conference Finals, I've got my <laughs> Lakers winning in five or six games. Yeah, I would say four. A seven-game series, a seven-game series, maybe, but I don't, I don't really see that happening because one of the teams, no matter who it is, is going to take over. That's just, right. that's just my opinion. I hope it's the Lakers, but I don't know. Um, the Heat, like you said, yeah, they've got, they're a talented team. They're a great team. They, when they catch fire, they catch fire, and they've got, you know, those, they've got pieces like, you know, um, Andre Iguodala. He's old. He's a, he's a vet, but he brings a certain level of professionalism and a certain level of leadership and Jimmy Butler does the same thing his point numbers have dropped but his assists his rebounds are right up there with top of the league because that's what he's doing there he is leading the team in the way I mean he is LeBron James with his stats just with less points and less right he's the LeBron I mean he is he is the LeBron James type of player you know kind of a, a share the ball work it around I wouldn't say LeBron's a pass first player but he shares the ball and he has stats in every single thing every game so oh 100 percent and, and Jimmy Butler's a great defender too oh yeah dude Jimmy people Butler don't amazing. say that very much no he he deserves more respect without a doubt so you know he you know I'm really excited for next season with Kevin Durant being back mm-hmm. I'm That'll be a battle. Now, here's my thing. Now, this is way too early to even say because <laughs> this is like a year away. But if the Lakers keep who they have and build even more next season and it becomes a Lakers versus Nets playoff or finals, 
that'd be fun if the Lakers will destroy them. Because unless the Nets make big moves, they don't have enough depth to be. I mean, you have Kevin Durant, and you maybe have Kyrie Irving if he's not having like, oh, a, like yeah, a, and he's yeah, he's such I'm diva. He's so, so out on him. I'm so out him. on. Him. I'm sick of. He's so, overrated, man. I overrated. I agree. He. Yeah, I agree. He almost made my list. He didn't quite make it, but he's a top 10 for me for overrated. So I don't know. I think that um, that'll be cool. But, you know, for this season, the Bucks kind of have the, the Eastern Conference kind of a little pulled away. The Raptors. Now, if this was going to be a Kawhi State in Toronto and it's a Toronto Lakers. Oh, my dude. That would be so amazing. But, you yeah. know, I get why he left. I understand. Um I don't know. It'll be an amazing playoff series no matter who wins. You know, we've seen, you know, surprise surprises before. Like, you know, the, the Mavs, when they won um, the championship, they weren't even – weren't they, like, one of the last, like, seeds? Like, they weren't eight, but they weren't very high. They weren't even seed. supposed to be in the playoffs. So I don't think they were. And he, they just kind of snuck their way mm-hmm. in, and then and we could Mark Cuban that. just went – Like he does with everything. He's a, yeah. he's a badass. It's incredible. Like Cuban. So – I don't know. I see, I see the Lakers winning. As, as I assume you, I mean, you at least think that it'll be a Bucks Lakers. I assume. Yeah. See, so this is me, my thing. Yeah, yeah. If the Bucks don't win this year, when are they going to win? Yeah. That's my question. Because if KD um, comes back, it's they're not just kind of strolling. Well, no. The what if Giannis leaves? Like, what yeah, if Giannis? Which you know, okay, this is not probably going to happen. But they were, they were talk that the Lakers will try to pursue him. I don't think they'll have the money. I don't think he'll want to play there. But if the Lakers get it next year, it's done. Or whenever – his contract's up this year, isn't it? No. I think – I don't know. No, next year. 2021, yeah. But yeah. if the Lakers got him, dude, it's done. It's that would be done. the only team I'd love him to go to is to go play with LeBron. Then I'm oh, – that'd be amazing. I think that could happen, and I think that'll boost his chances of being an all-time great if he plays for – with not for – well, kind of for because you know who's on that team. But right. <laughs> yeah. I think that that would be what he could use as a player – for his future. And I think he knows that too. Now there was talk about him going to the Warriors. Now that'd be cool, you know, to have Curry Thompson and um, Giannis. I'm leaving Draymond Green out because he's the most overrated player of all time. And he's honestly kind of a shit bag. I don't even care for him at all. So amen. Amen to that. him out of there. I don't, I can't stand him, but those three on a team, if the Lakers got more, more, more talent before, I mean, we'd see some amazing Western conference finals too. And Let's put the goat goat talk to rest. If if LeBron can beat that team at like 36, 37, 38, we know who the, we know who it is. But that's like that's all pretty that's all pretty hypothetical. So so yeah. So you think I mean yeah, I agree. If the Bucks don't win this year, when are they gonna win? Because here's the thing. They were supposed to make it last year. And they can't get past the Raptors, no. man. They just they can't were do kind it. of supposed supposed to maybe make it the year before. It wasn't for sure, but there was talk. And they, I mean, every time. So they've improved. They built a team from nothing to something. But we've seen teams built from nothing. Like the Clippers, when they had, you know, Lob City, they built a team from not very good team to a good team. But that did never turn into anything. Right. It, it stayed, uh, you know, they'll make the playoffs. Maybe they'll make the first few rounds. Maybe they'll even make the Western Conference Finals or the whatever. But they'll never make it past that. And I see the Bucks being that. So if they don't win this year, it's Giannis's best idea to leave. Um because that's just what I think. But I think the Lakers, I mean, for a Bucks Lakers matchup, I've got it going to, I've got it being a seven game series. I really do. I really have it being a, a just a fist fight out there. Just a, oh, yeah. Fighting the note, you know, just a, <laughs> all the whole series. And I hope it is. I hope whatever team makes it, it's like that. I want my right. Lakers to make it. 
And from an outside perspective, I also think they are the team that will make it. But it's so unpredictable, man. Sports are so unpredictable. And if they were as predictable as some people think, then you'd think they might be, you know, staged. But they're not. It's it's, it's unpredictable. You know, it is – sports are unpredictable. You know, there's no there's no storybook thing written out. It's just it, – right. anything can happen. Injuries, wins, losses – you know, people, it's just, it's, it's crazy. It's all over the place. So that's, so speaking of that, I think we need to do some MVP talk and I'm going to let you take this one away first. Let's go into, let's go into, I mean, we could look at the official ESPN top five um, MVP list, or we can just make our own and see, but I think we'd probably be pretty close to what, but let's look that up maybe and see. I know, yeah, I'll Google it. I know it's James because... Harden, LeBron, Giannis, Luca, and I think Luca's still on it. I don't know who the fifth – I don't know who – so we'll look that up. We'll talk maybe a little bit about each person. I don't really like a couple of people I just named, so I'll have some things to say about that. See, I don't think Luka Doncic is going to win MVP this year. That's no, he's just... not, but it's an amazing no. thing in the second year to be Oh, up. this guy is incredible. This he guy is, is – st- what is he, 19 years old? Yep. He, yep. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's, he's crazy. And he went on the record saying – the American basketball is easier than European basketball. It's crazy. So he's been, I don't know if that's true, but that's what he said, but he's been prepped to play against some of the greatest, no matter how different it is. I mean, he was playing pro ball and he was what, like 15? Yeah. Like at some sort of level, he went, he just dropped a, out of high school to play professional basketball. Animal. Incredible guy. But dude, I'm a, I'm a, Oh, I love him. I like him. And I'm a little, overhyped on James Harden. I'm a huge James Harden guy, but it's like, dude, Dude. it's like, dude, when are you going to win the big one then? If you're the MVP and like, I I can't stand the guy shooting 45 times. And then when he makes 36 of them, everyone gets, goes nuts. Well, what do you expect? (laughs) Like, don't get me wrong. He's a great player, great handles, but the game has changed around him too. Yeah. You know who we're looking at when we see James Harden? Maybe not in the way he plays, because obviously these two players play completely different. But being an MVP, is an MVP, being an MVP, one of the top in the league, being top for a long time, we're looking at a Charles Barkley who can shoot. Not going to win a championship, but he's top of the league. He's an MVP. He's always talked about. But he is the Charles Barkley. Now, obviously not an ability, because Charles right. Barkley can't shoot like that. And James Harden can't play defense like Charles Barkley can. But we're looking at that. Now, this is my issue with him. He is a watered down version of some of the best players in, 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 you know, ever. He is a watered down version of Kobe Bryant because they're mm-hmm. shoot first kind of guys. They've got moves. They shoot first. But you know the difference between him and Kobe Bryant? Kobe Bryant won. <laughs> Kobe Bryant found ways to win. And Kobe Bryant made his teammates better whether they, whether they liked it or not. James Harden doesn't do that. I don't see him communicating to his teammates. I don't see him leading the team. The first game that Russell Westbrook and him play, they're arguing. Like two right. minutes into the game, two minutes into the game, he he is not a good teammate. I don't think Chris Paul liked him. I think they they had a huge falling out, and they only played what three seasons together, yeah, two and a half. Even that. I don't think they played a full three. So we are looking at a guy that is an amazing shooter. He's got handle. He's quick. He he makes a difference on the court, but not enough of a difference, you know, in the locker room or in both sides of the stat sheet to make a difference to win. And you know. I don't see him ever winning a championship. I really don't. I see him being a Charles Barkley kind of guy, always top of the league, always noticed and in the MVP talk, but never 
can't get over that hump. And I don't even think he's going to go as far as Char- Charles Barkley did. At least Barkley made the, you know, made the finals. But I don't think, uh, I don't think James Harden is going. I mean, he yeah. did. He was on that team that made it to the Heat. But yeah, look who he was with. If anything, he needs to get on the coattails of a team, and not even the coattails, because he'll, he'll he'll contribute. I'm not saying he's washed out or anything, and he'll just be on the coattails, but he needs to get on the back of a team that can do it. Because if he gets with a team that has a couple other guys that can lead, he'll be great. That's that's. But I don't know if he'll do that. I don't see him leaving Houston, and I don't see, you know, players wanting to play with him. And, and I don't know, you know, he seems like, you know, just, well, I don't know. He just seems like he can't keep teammates very long. And I don't think it's the organization. I think it's him. I think it's leadership, you know. So, and I do think he should have won the MVP last season. I'm a big guy. I'm, I'm a fan of his game, but I'm not a fan of him as a teammate and him as a person for an organization. I think he's destructive. Um, so I don't, I think he's out. I don't think he's going to win this season. Um, I think, I, I, I think he'll be top of the top of the thing. He's definitely, right. above, you know, Luca still he's above Luca Giannis. Here's the thing about Giannis Giannis. Okay. They have role players in Milwaukee. They have a decent team, but he's their guy without him. They'd be an eighth seed of even they, they might not even be on. You know, and in my personal opinion, a great player and a great person for a team builds the team around them in a way that if they were out for a 10 game stretch, a 20 game stretch, that team could still be successful. The bucks aren't like that. They need Giannis. If Giannis right. gets injured, they're done. Honestly. I mean, so that specific, and you know, he does have a pretty decently full statue, but he doesn't do everything. He's not all over the place. And he, he kind of, you could argue that he doesn't have the pieces to share the ball with a lot. And he's kind of their guy. So they focus on him. LeBron in 2018 played with a team that went, that won 17 freaking games next season without him. The Cavs won 17 games. And the only player that changed was LeBron. And then they got Colin Sexton too. But I was like, like, how? How can you not? I mean, LeBron is literally—he brought a team. He made the team better around him. So my MVP pick, as you can probably guess, is LeBron. And the reason that it is is not because I'm like, oh, I'm a Lakers fan. I'm a LeBron fan. I'm a fan of a guy that can make a team. Which obviously you got you got AD now. You've got Dwight Howard. You've got a Kuzma that has a little experience. Contavious Caldwell Pope. You've got you know. Oh my god, dude! I love him too. I love when people were saying trade him in the beginning of the season. Like no. No, and they gave him time. They were patient. And, dude, he is one of my favorites. I'm actually trying to get an interview with him. So I'm hoping to get that set up. Dude, yeah. I think – I'm feeling pretty good about it. I think it will happen. But, um, so, yeah. So, you know, LeBron – they don't need LeBron. But why does that – why is that team like that? Because Yeah, LeBron's been the the face of the NBA for the last 15 years. And that's just that simple. Honestly. Honestly, and people want to play with him because they know he's not, you know, there's that whole thing, LeBron, Coach LeBron, you know, of course he's going to act like the coach when he's in They didn't have an organization. He was the city. He was the city. (laughs) When that banner went down, like a part of me died. A part of me died. No, I agree. That was it. I'm not a a Cavs fan. I'm not just a LeBron guy. Like, I don't follow him wherever he goes. I, I was a Lakers fan then. But I followed the Cavs. Because LeBron is such an inspiration and such an amazing player. How can you not follow him and watch some of his games? Even if you don't watch all of them. Like, I didn't watch all the Cavs games. I watched a lot of them. Because he is a man that you want to watch play him. And when he's playing for your team, I 
I was so like emotional mm-hmm. when he came to the Lakers. Like I, I just finished <laughs> a long shift at work and I checked my phone and I, I threw it. It had a case on it, but I was so, I was like freaking out. I was freaking out. And it just seemed like a dream. And, you know, honestly, Anthony Davis wasn't the same, but he was, he was up there because when they got Anthony Davis, I was like, now they've got it. Now they've got a chance. LeBron couldn't do it. I am so happy the Lagos did not make the playoffs last year. LeBron does not, does, does not, he does not deserve the role of dragging a sorry team to the playoffs. And that's what it would have been last year. He does not. He deserves a. Team he does get play punished around. for taking so, bums to the finals. They punish him for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at look at his record. Everyone's like, oh, look at his record. It's like, well, look who he took to the finals. He took, he took Mo Williams. He took, um, yeah, he did. He took. But oh. if you look at that now, the only thing that I that can argue for is his time at the Heat. Mm. He was on a good team, and they won two championships. That's great. Um, Leonard stopped them from winning three. So that's the only reason right. they, don't, they didn't get three there. Both stints on the Cavs, he dragged sorry teams to the playoffs. And I'm going to say it right now, and I don't care what anyone thinks. The 2015-16 team they, he took to the finals, it was because of him. Take him off the team. I don't get, I don't care about Kyrie. I don't care about Kevin Love. If there was no LeBron, they would have never won. Yeah. And that's a fact. That's a fact. They're like, oh, Kyrie Irving saved LeBron's career just like Ray Allen did. No, are you serious right now? Ray Allen didn't save LeBron's career, but he saved that finals. But LeBron is the reason the Cavs won. And to stay after Kyrie Irving leaves, after Kevin Love's declining, I mean, he could tell he loved the city. He just couldn't do it anymore. And I right. mean, he shouldn't have to. So when he came to the Lakers, I was like, okay. You know, I saw him play. Um, unfortunately, my first game seeing him play as a Laker, he scored 12 <laughs> points. It was one of his lowest, like in person, one of his lowest performances in the last 10 years. And I, that was my first time seeing him as a Laker. So I was like, are you, are you kidding me? But um, he made the team better. I think he's the MVP. This will be his last year winning MVP. That's what I'm saying. But I think he is the league MVP one more time. Let's see. What, what do you think about, I think about that? A couple things. For one, I'm surprised with how progressive the culture is nowadays that we don't have an Eastern Conference and a Western Conference MVP. So I think we will have that soon. Um, I do think your last point is correct. Because LeBron's in his 17th year and he's kind of, I'll excuse the analogy, on the back nine, like they're going to use him, Mm -hmm. squeeze out as much publicity and as much just get his name out there as much as they can. And the fact that he deserves the MVP, I mean, dude, look at the team he played with versus the team he played with now. Look at what he's doing. He's having a career year at 17 years in the business, dude. Some guys don't even play 17 years. There's some teams with that don't even have 17 no, years dude. experience. No, not even close. That's not that – people People play like 9 to 12 years now if even – like. It's not like Kevin Durant said he's retiring yeah. like early thirties. I mean, he might. I think he's twenty. I think he's twenty nine or thirty. But he said he's retiring by like age thirty two, thirty three. Look at. I mean, you don't see that anymore. So yes, LeBron. LeBron's definitely on the back half. I mean, he's. There's. I mean, he he might play until he's like forty two, forty three. I don't think he will. But he won't no. be like he is now. Now here's the thing, though. He still will be a force, no matter how long he plays. Because he'll stop when he knows he isn't anymore. He's not going to be a Vince Carter and play too much and play for a team like the freaking right. Hawks for his last year when he probably could have gone somewhere else and gotten maybe a run in the ring. But LeBron's not like that. When LeBron's done, LeBron's done. So, But I think he has one more MVP in him. 
I think he has a couple more championships in him. I think he'll retire a Laker. I mean, maybe he'll go back to the right, and retire. Right. You know what I mean? But I think he'll stay a Laker. Um, I think he'll stay a Laker. Um, I'm kind of kind of overplaying this in my brain, you know. But him and um, Dwayne Wade have been working out a lot together. And I think there's rumor, which this is way, way big rumor, that he might come out of retirement and play with the Lakers next year. And, you know – we saw LeBron and, right. and Dwayne Wade in the Cavs, and that didn't work out. But I think it'd be cool just to have, you know, Dwayne Wade can still play. He just decided to step away. So that would be a super cool, you know, thing to have him come out and get a ring. It would have been like, and this is like way never going to happen. Like if Kobe Bryant had came out of retirement to play with LeBron, which people were saying, oh, he should, right. but he obviously wasn't going to. If that would have happened. It'd be the same thing. Like get back. Just play a couple minutes, maybe you know, be it because Dwayne Wade would be a force still. He'd still be able, he'd still be a shooter. He'd still be able to lead that bench. So that's a huge whatever. But I think if that happens, um, obviously LeBron's son is in high school in in, La- in Los Angeles, and I think that's going great. So I don't, so I think LeBron's going to be a Laker for a couple more years. I think he'll resign. I think his contract's up after next season. Next summer, his contract's up, I believe. Um, so. I think they'll re-sign him and he'll have the biggest contract in NBA history. I think they'll re-sign him to a huge contract. I think even though he's on the back half, oh, yeah. him, so if they don't, someone so will. I think true. I think LeBron has has now. This is like way. This is me talking out my ass a little bit because this is crazy. I think he has the potential to win three more. The potential is it going to happen for sure? No, he has one more for sure, and I think that's this season. But I think he has the potential to win two more, especially if the Lakers keep building. I mean, they're obviously already a built team, but I think they have the chance to go back to back. And then maybe, maybe, I mean, a three-peat would be legendary, but that's like, that's like very rare yeah. nowadays. That might not happen because there's always going to be a team that will stop you, you know, that will build up to stop the person from getting a three-peat. But I would love that, you know, again, I'm talking on my ass. I don't, six isn't for sure, but if he could win three yeah, more, that'd be legendary. That I- I'm with you there. But I could see not, one more for sure. I, I always said if he won five, I would be happy. Like, extremely happy. Yeah, I And I had a question for you about He's the MVP. Him. Do you think, going back to James Harden a little bit, backtracking, do you think part of his MVP, like, um, discussion has to do with, one, the beard, and two, his off-the-court presence in the pop culture scene? Yeah, I think so. I think he's a big – I think he's a really, really good promoter of himself. I think he promotes himself because he doesn't he, – you know, he's on all his commercials now. He promotes himself really well, and he promotes himself. And people – you know, his look is, is mm-hmm. iconic. It's iconic, you know. Um, he's one of the most iconic, if not the most iconic-looking people in the NBA now because he's made a name, you know, the beard, all that. Yeah. He's made a name for himself and his look. So – and I think the MVP has to do with your – I think what it has to do with is your um, – what you do on the court for sports and what you do off the court a little bit. Because votes, you know, votes don't just come from, uh, you know, how you play on the on the court and what you like court. Because, you know, Giannis won it last year and he had impressive stats, but there were people that should have won it with their on-court appearance more probably. So I think it goes for how you are for your organization and then also your popularity. It's a, mm-hmm. kind of a popularity contest. I mean, um, because Steve Nash should not have won it. But he was taking the lead by storm with 
with, you know, just how he carried himself. And that's kind of my opinion because Kobe Bryant. Yeah, the MVP is a storyline. And if you if you can't, yep, I agree. like LeBron James is a storyline in, him, in himself. So that's why he's still in the, mm-hmm. in the talks. But yeah, dude, if, you don't, if you're not bringing a story to the table, you're not winning the MVP. Same thing with the Heisman Trophy. Exact same thing. It's a popularity Absolutely. contest. Absolutely. Yep. Because there's people yeah. that should win that don't. There's people from other schools, smaller schools, schools that don't have maybe the most money or as much popularity as other ones that don't win, and they should. So you're so right. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Most valuable should go outside of just your how you play, but it shouldn't be a popularity contest. It should be based off of your you know, influence on the sport, not yeah. just your popularity, which it's, it's a little bit of everything. You know, you got, you got a, a pizza with a, a bunch of different toppings in that, in that category. But I think that, you know, it should be definitely, and I think it'd be cool to have like a Western conference uh, MVP and an Eastern conference MVP, because you, you look at it, you're like, okay, LeBron James, if he wins, LeBron James wins. But what about like Giannis? Like what about a bunch, you know, the, the Eastern conference people, like, if it's super close and they're both great and they both are like have legendary seasons, they sh- you should have a little bit of a different system. Um, yeah, that's what I think. All all awards are kind of based off of some BS, like Defensive Player of the Year. Rudy Gobert should not have won it as many times as he has, um, but that's fine. Whatever, I'm not one to complain about that. But so yeah, that's kind of my thinking. So I do agree with you on the popularity of it, which is fine. That makes sense. Sports are about more than just the sport. It's about how much money your team makes, how much money you make as a player, all of that. So I get it, but I do wish it was maybe handled right. slightly differently, as you probably do too. I mean, people have definitely been robbed or people have won it that should not have won, even if the other people in line, you know, aren't much better or anything else. There's, it's just it's just been weird. There's been some weird wins, For sure. weird losses, but that's just how it goes. But the MVP will be exciting. I'm super excited for the NBA season, so – yeah, I'm, I'm I'm hyped for all of what we talked about today. I think it was a Definitely. great great talk. And I going back to uh, like the awards and stuff like that. It, it's like look at baseball; they have MVPs and stuff, but they also have awards based on like statistical performance. So you cannot argue a triple crown. Like you, can, there's no way to argue mm-hmm. it. So in some respects, you got to look at it like that. So I guess there's no. It's it's all subjective that way. But you say LeBron James is going to win MVP. I say the same thing. I have a hard time saying Giannis won't win it just because – and I yeah. could see a situation where they do some sort of co-MVP, especially with now what happened, turning, like, LeBron and Giannis into, like, some philanthropy piece. I could definitely see that. But, yeah, LeBron James is yeah. is your most valuable basketball player in the association. It's not even close. I'm glad you think that because there are some people that don't. How do you feel about him uh, that shooting don't... Space Jam too? That he's the person to do it. He's he's the he is the icon. No matter if you think he's better than Michael Jordan or not, he is the icon for sports of our gener- of, our, of the two thousand of the two thousands. I mean, you know what's sad and kind of makes me upset is it'd be super cool if like Kobe Bryant and LeBron had been in Space Jam, like. I don't think that would have happened because Kobe Bryant kind of stayed out of the limelight. I mean, he was writing, he was doing his stuff, but he would have, I mean, that, yeah. And that, I don't even right. want to think about that still. I mean, it's been a couple months, but I can't even, you know what I mean? I don't even want to think about that. But 
if I'm going to put some people like Kevin Durant, I was like, are you serious? No, no. You're putting LeBron James in there because he is the culture. I mean, no matter love him or hate him in 24 years, they're going to still be talking about him. Will they still be talking about Kevin Durant? No, they'll be talking about the Golden State Warriors, the teams he was on. They won't be talking about him specifically, probably. Maybe they will, but LeBron James will have that name forever and he'll carry, you know, a certain level of legendariness. <laughs> I don't think it's a real word, but I want to use it anyway. He's a legend. He's an absolute legend yep. outside of basketball. So, yes, I love the casting for him. I'm excited. I heard Clay Thompson's going to be, like, in it, too. Like, they'll do, like I, – I don't know if they'll do, like, the taking powers from the – players like they did in the first one but there'll be other nba players in it that'll make an appearance so that'll be fun i'm excited space jam is when you go back and rewatch it it's not as good as you remember it but it's still a classic because it has looney tunes plus i mean michael jordan it's it's a it's a classic but it definitely is not as good as it is when you watch it when you're younger or even like back in that which i i wasn't obviously kicking it back when it came out because that was what early 90s uh yeah i think it was mid 90s no early 90s yeah i wasn't quite i wasn't quite I wasn't quite kicking it yet, so I never saw it then. But as a kid, I did see it, and it, it it's different. But I, I'm a fan of LeBron doing it. I think he's the perfect person. He's gonna they're gonna do a great job. I think it's gonna top the first one just because they're gonna they're gonna do more with certain right. aspects. The technology of it, too just helps. And if there's one thing oh, that yeah. I like as much as LeBron James, it's the Looney Tunes gang. So, dude, I'm all for it. Let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, man. This has been a great episode. You can uh, catch both our episodes on Spotify. And check out the YouTube page at Sports Scoops. Get those daily videos Mondays and Fridays, right? Um, I changed it since I added the since we're adding the podcast in. Um, I decided I didn't want to drop a video Thursday or a podcast Thursday and then a video Friday. So the new drop dates are Tuesday, podcast Thursday, nice. video Saturday. So videos Tuesday, Saturday, and the podcast drops on Thursday. Um, check it out. We're going to be posting it over social media. This. This will be exciting to post. I can't wait. Um, click on, if you follow me on Instagram or whatever, um, the link to both the, the podcasts on Spotify plus the video on YouTube plus all my other videos is going to be in what's called um, Linktree. It's amazing. It's free. It's awesome. It's a great way to get your links out there more than one. So all that's going to be there. So you can just, hey, you know what? Hey. If you find yourself watching all my videos hey. in one sitting, If you want to go, go down a rabbit hole, why not be here? Let's go for it. There we go. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed, and we will talk to you guys next. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Why don't you do us a favor? Go ahead, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Maybe send us a review. Uh, maybe five stars. Perhaps six, if you could. Reminder, check us out on YouTube at Sports Scoops. That's Sports Scoops. Sports dot scoops with two Zs, son two z's like zz top remember sports.scoops on youtube you can check us out on instagram at chase mo we are montana and mo thanks for listening